Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Tov Reish Yud. We left off in the middle of Sivdalid. We're on the last line of page 148 in the middle of the Ramah. The Ramah had told us that there was a minog to light a candle for every adult male or every katan on Erev Yom Kippur. <clears throat> and then he said, Gamnir neshama lo'oviv li'imo shemeso. There also is a minog to light in their neshama for a father or mother that have passed away. V'chein nochon, and that is appropriate, v'chein kasom mixas rabavasa. Then the Ramah says, V'im kavu neirus elu biyom ha-kippurim. If these neirus go out on Yom Kippur, one should not tell a guy to go ahead and relight it. The Ramah then says on the top of page Ayinhei, one whose candle goes out on Yom Kippur, he should go back and relight it on Motzei Yom Kippur, and he should not extinguish it anymore. Rather, he should leave it burning until it finishes. He also should be makabal on himself his whole life that he's not going to extinguish his candle on Motzi Yom Kippur. He's not going to do it and he's going to see to it that no one else extinguishes his fire. Or those who say that the table should be set on Yom Kippur like on Shabbos. And that's the way we know it, to have a nice tablecloth on the table for Yom Kippur. There are those who have the minog to wear white, clean clothing on Yom Kippurim, dugmas malachi ashares, to be similar to the malachim. And so too are noheg to wear a kittel which is white and clean. Gamu beged mesim. Also, a kittel is a beged of mesim. And through that, through wearing a beged of the mesim, so the heart of man gets humbled. So let's see now the mishabura. We're beginning the mishaburas on page ayin hey sifkata yud gimel. We said if one's candle goes out, not to tell a guy to relight it. Zot the mishabura filu b'remiza. Even hinting it is not allowed. And you're actually doing a mitzvah by leaving it as is extinguished. The minute was to take a guy to guard the candles. So it shouldn't leave to a fire. And since in the beginning the guy was there to guard the candles, it evolved that people started asking the guy to extinguish the candles or to light the candles. And one needs to protest against these people. Even if the guy wants to light the candle by himself, you need to protest against him that he should not light it. Because after all, he is lighting this candle for a Jew. Now there is an interesting note over here. Note 15 gives us a little summary of Amir Laakum. He says, like we learned earlier in Reish Ayin Vav, If one sees a guy going to light a candle for a Jew, 
For him, the Hanehu Shal Yisrael and the candle belongs to Yisrael, Tzorach Limchos Biyado. You have to protest against him. Ulam, however, in Michabo, if you did protest, the Afal Pikein Asa, and still he lit the candle, Kasav Sham, the Mishabura says over there, Shemutel Yisrael Yehonos Meosa Malacha, you are allowed to benefit from that Malacha of the guy. Shekevan Shemicha Biyado, the Hera Lo Sheino Muunyan, Bimasha Osabavuro, since you protested against him and you have shown that you're not interested in what he's doing for you, Nechshavadover Shanochri Osa Lurtson at Atzarachatzmo. So it's considered as if the guy did it for himself. And therefore, even though you have to tell the guy not to do it, if you told him not to do it, he did it anyway, then he's obviously doing it for himself, and then you would be allowed to benefit from the candle. Omnam, however, if there is already another candle that is lit, the guy comes only to add an additional candle. In that case, you're not really getting a full hanah from the malach of the guy. His boy, the Biralocha, explained earlier, In that case, you don't have to protest against him. And if so, Yesh Lodon, we have to understand, Shekevon Shemeduber Kamit Madagas Aneva Besaknesses. Like we discussed last time, this candle is being lit in the shul. So Lachora Mishamesh Aneva Raket Osefes Ora Al Neros Besaknesses Umadua Mukhuyav Limchosbo. So in note 15, they want to understand at the end, the Allah is that if a guy is going to do a Malacha for a Jew, you have to stop him. You're not allowed to benefit from a Malacha that a guy does for a Jew, but if he's not really going to benefit you, because you already have light, it's just additional light, so then you don't have to protest against him. So the question is, why over here you have to protest against him? If these candles are being lit in the shul, and there's other lights from the shul, the regular lighting of the shul, the regular candles, so it's just a matter of a little added candle, it's not a full hano that you're getting from the Malacha of the guy. so why does the Mishabura say over here they have to protest against him? Stam a beautiful hara. Says the Mishabura, Vaitu Sukkot and Yodah, we said that you cannot tell a guy to go back and relight it. And after the fact that the, the world is makbid, that the candle shouldn't go out, even though it says the Chavetz Chaim, in my opinion, there's really no concern if your candle goes out. Because candles go out. Sometimes they go out because of the wind. Sometimes they go out because of the heat. It's not necessarily a bad sign. Since the, the veld is mocked, but they don't want their candle going out, so the best is to give the candle over to a shamish and not to be watching over your candle at all. You won't come to relight it if it goes out. And also the remaining oil, you'll just leave there in the Besaknesses. Sifkat and Tezvav goes on the next point of the Ramah. The Ramah said there are those who say that one should set the tables on Yom Kippur like on Shabbos. Says the Mishabura Mishum Dikri Shabbos Shabboson. Because Yom Kippur in the Torah is referred to as Shabbos Shabboson and therefore we know you can set the table like we do on Shabbos. We also said the Midigas to wear white clean clothing to be like the Malachim. And we therefore wear a kittel and also got his big day mason. Says the Mishabura Sivkad and Tazayin Shinogu Lilbosh Begodim Levonim. Fenuhogim Shigam Hanoshim Loshim Begodim Levonim Unukim Lakavrayom. The Midigas that women also put on white clean garments for the honor of the day. However, women should not adorn themselves with the adornments that they normally put on on Shabbos and Yontif. 
because of the fear that we have to have for the Yomadin. The Ain the Hogos Lulbosh Kittel, women are also not knowing to wear a Kittel. Let's see note number 20 over here. Going on that which the Ramah says that women have a minog to wear white clean clothing. Even though when it comes to women it's not shayach, the reason the Ramah brings down of making ourselves like Malachim on Yom Kippur. It's not shayach for Noshim to make themselves appear like Malachim. Still, as the Mishabura points out, they have the same minig of wearing the white new garments, but not because of being Malachim, because of the covet of the day. Umitam zes, skipping to the next paragraph, for this reason, Shanoshim miskashtos lekavar ayom, that women are getting adorned for the honor of the day, Kasa b'sharetzion le'el, sharetzion wrote earlier, Sha'osr liga b'ishto b'yom kippur afilu bayom. One is not allowed to touch his wife on Yom Kippur, even during the daytime. Ki'ilu hi nida, as if she is a nida. Ke'ivan she'esh lochosh l'giru ha'yetzer, we worry the yetzer might get him. This halacha is different than on Tishabov where she's going with the Manuvodaka garments. Therefore, one does not have to be machmir not to touch his wife during the daytime hours. So on Yom Kippur, because she is adorned, there's more of the chash of the Yitzhah getting you, and therefore, we're machmir that you should not touch her during the day. Yom Kippur, on Tishabov, where she's not adorned, she's wearing a disgusting clothing. So then we're less concerned. For that reason, we read at Mincha on Yom Kippur, the Pasha of the Arayos, Because women are getting adorned for the honor of the day. And therefore, you have to remind yourselves not to stumble over them. Says the Mishabura, Vaitis of Koton Yudzayin Hashares, we said we wear white garments that are clean to resemble the Malachi Hashares. And for this reason, we're knowing to wear white linen clean garments. Like the Pasuk says, The one man that was wearing linen garments. The other reason for wearing the kittel is because it's big day mason. It will make us more humble. So to one who is in Avelos of Yud Beis Chodesh for his mother or father, or he's in the middle of the 30 days of Avelos. For other relatives, he is able to wear the kittel. There are places where the minag is not to wear it. We'll see the explanations in a moment. One should not go into a bathroom wearing a kittel since the kittel is miyuchal latfila, so it's not appropriate to go with it into a bathroom. But if one needs to relieve himself of ketanim, so that would be permissible, just can't go in to the Beis HaKisei. Now we're going to see a few notes over here. Number one, note number 22, is telling us on the first shita that says that the Ovel can, yes, wear a kittel. Tam adover his bar betaz, the taz explains the reason. Sha'af apish shilotama rishon Osr lo ovel lo love show. Even though according to the first reason of making yourself like Malachim, 
that would be inappropriate, and therefore it would be usher for the Avel to wear it. But according to the second reason, which is the humble, the heart of man, that Shayach even Lagabi in Avel, the one who relies on the second reason, and wears the Bavelas does not lose out. Now the Taz just point that, points out over there that this is actually a nafkamina between the two reasons is an avil. According to the first reason he should not wear it, according to the second reason he should re- he should wear a kittel. However, the, the Mishabura then brought down that there are those places that know that an avil does not wear a kittel. What's the reason for that? So if you look at note number 23, he says, That even according to the second reason of the Ramosh, that it's to humble the heart of man, Ain lo avel lelovshon, avel still should not wear a kittel. Kevan shegan bilodo nichnalibo, because the avel does not need an outside garment to humble his heart. Anyway, even without it, he's already humbled. He had a, a, a he had a relative die. Vaod and furthermore, mishum shu kedegas shel Shabbos. A kittel is like a Shabbos garment. That the minog is that an avod does not wear a big day Shabbos the whole 12 months. And therefore he shouldn't be wearing the kittel for another reason that is considered a bigger shal Shabbos. Now, in terms of wearing a kittel the first day after one is married, that you wear a kittel even your first year of marriage. Unless you have a particular minug from your father or from your place not to wear it. Is to wear a kittel on the first year of marriage. And the reason for the minug of not to wear a kittel your first year of marriage. I did look up the Maram Shik. The Ram Shik says the reason for the minog, even though he's not masking him to it, he says the reason for the minog is because the Mishnah says in Perkyavos, Ben Shemona Asri Luchupa, so a person is getting married at 18, and he's only judged in Shemayim when he gets to 20, and therefore he doesn't need this reason of reminding him of the Yom Misa, because he's not really at a time that he was responsible in Shemayim for his Averus, and therefore if he's only getting married at 18, so I guess the first year, he does not need to wear a kittel. That's the reason he gives. He says also, you don't want to be comparing yourself to a malach when you're so young, before you're 20 as well. And therefore he says, possibly that's the reason for the minog of not wearing a kittel on the first year. Let's see one more note over here before we begin the new simon. And that is note number 24. We said a kittel is miyuchel tefillah and therefore you should not wear it into a base akisei. Note 24 says, But let's say you also keep your kit alarm for the Suda of Rosh Hashanah. So Yashav says, That takes it out of the category of And that would allow you to bring it into the bathroom. As opposed to the Suda of Rosh Hashanah, which is more of a regular Suda, the night of the Seder where we all wear a Kittel, that would not take it out of being a beggar that's Muchal of Tfilah, because the Seder itself is a night of Mitzvah, and really you could say it's a night of Tfilah. The whole thing is saying Haggadah, is saying Tfilah Hashem, and therefore that would not make it not a beggar Shel Muchal of Tfilah. 
That concludes Simen Tov Reishud, and now let's begin Simen Tov Reishud Aleph again. We're on page Ayin Hey, right in the middle. The Mechaber says in Sif Aleph Yom Kippurim Lelo Kiyomu Lochol Dover. When it comes to Yom Kippur, the night of Yom Kippur is just like the day of Yom Kippur. Umahim Advarim Haasurimbo. What is Asr on Yom Kippur? Malacha. One cannot do Malacha like you can't do on Shabbos. Achilu Shasia eating and drinking, Rachitza washing, Sicha Shmiring, Nila Sasano wearing shoes, Tashmish Hamita having marital relations, Ve'ein Chiyo Kares Ella Al Molocha Ve'achilu Shtia. Although we have all these things that are Asr, Midin Inui, but you're only Chayb Kares if you are over with Molocha or Achila or Shtia. Says the Mishavura Sakotan Aleph Lelo Kiyomo, the night of Yom Kippur is like today. The Pasuk says, by Yom Kippur, may Erev ad Erev, from evening to evening, so we see it's all considered one Cheftza, and therefore the evening has the same laws as the day. Sifkatan day is Molocha Achila, Begemari Alfinun Luhum Mikama Kroi, Dechol Hani Nikr Inui. And the Gemara they learn out from many Psukim that all these things are called Inui. Umemelu Kulu Bechal Vinisim Asnash Asechem, and therefore they are all included in the Pasuk by Yom Kippur of the Inisim Asnash Asechem. Sefkatan Gimel ve'ein echiv kares elu. We said only echiv kares for malacha achila shtia. Aval inoch ein bohem elu isur greida. But the other inuyim are only going to have an isur alone attached to them. Mikol makom yesh omrim shehu menatora. But there are those who say although there's no kares, they are the oraisa the hayalfinon luhu b'shas mikray. After all, they're all in that in the Gemara from Sukkum that they are called inui. But there are those who say that the other Inuyim are only Midirabanan Asr. And the Psukim are just an Asmachta. They don't make it the Raisa. And the Nafkamina of whether the Inuyim are the Raisa, the Rabbanan, if a Safek comes up, so whether you're going to go Safek the Raisa or Safek the Rabbanan Lakula. The Mishabur ends up and says that Lamaisa. It's better to be machmir and to treat the inuyim as the araisa. We'll stop here and continue with Shem tomorrow with Sid Beis. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Mara McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.